0: welcome Vicky fairbrother to perfect health on elastic fm with elaine godley lovely to have you on the show
1: yes thank you for having me
0: so i'm just going to send you a school teacher
1: i teacher, am indeed
0: year six yeah and you're based in blackburn i am
1: indeed yeah lovely place. And
0: i've never been there i'm actually not quite sure where it is i used to get slung out at geography lessons so uh, my world geography uk is not too bad but um, where is where is the nearest place to Blackburn? Um,
1: Preston. Do you know where Preston is?
0: Is that up towards Blackpool area?
1: It is, yes. We're near Blackpool.
0: Right. Okay. Lovely. So um, I'm in Nottingham, and um, I'm not in a, in a colourful field, which is uh, my background, but I'm in, in uh, not-so-sunny not so Nottingham today. Um, so you're um, in Blackburn, and you have a story about cervical cancer I do
1: indeed yes
0: so tell us what's led up to you knowing that you had cervical cancer
1: um, well you, you obviously people get um, routine smear letters through the post um, where, however often they come um, it's never been an issue for me I've never bothered about going um, the issue was really I was just a bit too busy I got a smear letter during the summer holidays and decided it wasn't the right time to go there was nothing wrong with me. I had no symptoms, so i would be fine. Um, day trips out with the children, just catching up on things. Um, and so I just kept putting it off, putting it off, and then I decided to go. Um, later on in the year when everything had settled down, the children had gone back to school. Um, went for the routine smear, got um, a letter to say, could I please go um, to actual Burnley General Hospital for um, a consultation. Uh, didn't not do not worry about anything. It's routine. It happens to a lot of people. So I went there. Um, I had a consultation, and um, I had some laser treatment whilst I was there. Um, thought that was the end of it. Um, a few days later, I got a letter to say, "Could I please go? Uh, could I please ring up and make an appointment with the consultant at a different hospital?" Um, so I rang up, and they saw me the same day. Um, walked into the doctor's office, and he just said, "There's no easy way to say this. You've got cancer."
0: Gosh, that must have been a real shock for you. Mm,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: How old were you at that point?
1: 32, which I consider quite young, to be fair.
0: Yes, yeah. And did you have anybody with you when you were told that news?
1: No, no, I got on my own. Like I said, I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was just for the results to tell me I was absolutely fine. Um, I drove over on my own. Um, I drove back on my own. And it wasn't until I was actually driving back home, it actually hit me. The, what, what it actually said
0: it, it's scary isn't it when you have uh, when you hear that the cancer word and, mm. um, and so ha- how did you feel what was going through your mind as you were, when you were driving home
1: well you, you read these magazines and you see stories on the internet and things of all these people who would get a diagnosis of something and a few days later they're gone so I was thinking my children will grow without a mum I'll have to write letters and, and birthday cards when I'm not here have to get the ironing done so they'll they'll always look presentable and it was just silly little things like that uh, that I know people needed me for.
0: So how old were the children at that point?
1: Uh, My youngest was seven and so even though she wasn't actually young I think it was uh, I think it was worse for me because she was very aware of of what was going on around her so she heard um, that word she knew what it meant um, and people always associate it with the worst so i had to sit the children down and tell them what was going on
0: gosh okay so um as a school teacher um, i don't know what the current status is of things but i do know that there's not an awful lot um said in my day certainly about health in fact i don't think there was anything said about in he- health in my day is there anything um that happens in schools these days to start making people aware of how important having these checks are
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I teach Year Six, so I, but I know my children have have gone through secondary school now, and and they're still at secondary school. And I know there's quite a lot at secondary school, definitely, to do with with cervical cancer, especially, and to do with meningitis and other things. And they're making children more aware of the bodies. Um, lower down, um, in in the education system, I still do quite a lot on staying healthy and and how to prevent things like, especially skin cancer, playing out in the sun without sun cream on. And being aware of your body and changes in your body.
0: So that's that's the secondary age, as opposed to year. So year six is what that's that top top infants. Is yeah. That?
1: So ten and eleven. Um, right. So what I tend to do quite a bit about healthy eating and how to keep your body healthy, a lot on exercise um, and the use of drugs and things. And I think it's further up in secondary school that's when they start talking about um, the cancer and, and signs and symptoms and things
0: right okay so you're you're teaching junior school then top top juniors before they yeah. go to senior school okay um so what 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 so what happened you had you had this news you were driving home it was all you know the, the world was caving in on you and you had this mm-hmm. this vision of your um children not having a mother so what happened next
1: um i went into a hospital for further treatment um they cut away some of my cervix um, and they also did another set of laser treatment which was um, a lot more in depth than the first lot um, they then said that that it was highly likely they got rid of it all and still had to go for further checks every it started every three months and six months and then every year now um, and i'll still have to go every year till i've been i think it's about five or six years cancer free
0: okay so how many years post-cancer are you now
1: um five so right just, okay just over five years
0: excellent so you'll be signed off shortly then it's five years is pretty much the the limit isn't it on yeah fingers cancers. crossed okay well well done you excellent that's that's really good news Thank so you. how do you keep yourself healthy now is there anything um, that you do as a result of your experience
1: yeah i mean as a result of my experience i have had further complications just by not going for that smear test so last year um, i was diagnosed with a serious pelvic infection Um, and because of the treatment that I'd had um, I think that has impacted on on everything else because uh, I had a coil fitted um, and because of the coil um, my infection spread quite rapidly I ended up with sepsis I was very very poorly last year gosh Um, sepsis
0: is a a horrendous um, condition that's not always picked up so you were lucky to be picked up in time
1: yes I was very lucky Um, I was actually told another 48 hours and I wouldn't even be sat here here now so really um yeah and i do think that having the the treatment for the cervical cancer actually impacted on on my health that much that it actually caused um the infection it's been an an underlying infection i've been told that's been there for quite a few years that's actually reared its head and, and gone full on throughout my body um I don't, I've always been quite holistic in my approach to life. I don't like taking medicines and tablets and things. And obviously sometimes there's nothing you can do about various interventions. Um, since then, I've embarked on a journey, a journey with essential oils, um, something that was introduced to me ba- really through hair fever, um, going to a friend's house, uh, suffering from hair fever, looking like I've been beaten up, and her helping me out with um, essential oils to treat hay fever. And it just it spiralled from there, really. So uh, to keep myself healthy, I use, I ingest essential oils, I diffuse essential oils, and I use them topically on myself as well, daily. Which ones do you use? Um, I use a, a blend called Digest, Um They're made by a company called doTERRA. Um, and that is to help um, all of my digestive system, which is where I have a, an issue, because due to the infection, um, all my, my bowel and my bladder and things sort of fuse themselves together so my digestive system is not the best and um, so i use a, a digestive blend and then i also use things like frankincense for pain relief um i use oregano as a natural um antibody um so i don't have to have antibiotics and and I, I use melaleuca and lemon because um it stops the nasties getting into my system
0: brilliant i use doTERRA as well it's it they're, they're very good um mm. uh oils and um so, and, and I, a lot of the ones that you've suggested, um, um, I, I use as well daily. Um, I also use as um, a deodorant as well. So I use yes. fractionated coconut oil, and I put lemongrass in. Um, have it in a dropper bottle, and that's my deodorant. So I just put a few yes. drops on my hand, you know, and, and, and away I go. And uh, that's the best I've experimented with all kinds, and that's the easiest to to uh, to use, and and the best long long lasting. Mm-hmm. So going back to your your coil, did you have the coil before you had um, the cervical cancer or was that um, This is you're talking about the, the, the contraceptive coil?
1: Yes I am, I, I had a copper coil um, because like I said I'm quite holistic in my approach, I didn't want any hormones and things in my body, so I had the copper coil and I had that fitted when I was 30 and I remember having it fitted because I thought I don't have to get it changed until I'm 40, yeah. so it, it was quite easy to remember. Um, so I'd had it in for a couple of years before I was actually diagnosed
0: and did they take it out when they did the treatment
1: no they didn't take it out but they they, they accidentally cut off the little string um that is attached to it so, to to get it out so I was actually always told that when I was uh, when I had to have it removed I had to go in for a minor operation so they could switch it anyway
0: right okay so where where is it now <laughs>
1: um it's gone um the they removed it last year um when i had my infection um they 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 removed the coil and i'm i i can not have anything else any form of contraception and i I can't actually have children anymore um the things are that messed up there i could i could probably conceive they said but um i would i'd never be able to carry a child for even a number of weeks and it's quite dangerous to me um so I've been advised never to try to have another baby
0: gosh and is that a direct result of um the your treatment for cervical cancer
1: not not for the cancer it's as a result of the the infection that i got last year um oh, okay I, I've, been, I've been fine since the cancer
0: but you think the infection was caused by somehow in the in the mix of the treatment that you yeah, had? yeah i
1: think it well, i definitely think it was related absolutely
0: Okay, so the hospital said to you that they thought the infection had been there for some time.
1: Yeah, um, I'm always going to have it as well. It's, it's just It's an underlying infection that's always just been managed by my body, um, but for some reason, it just decided to rear its head and um, and, and make me very, very ill.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure there are ways. Um, I can talk to you offline about um, ways that you can actually get that infection out of your body. Mm-hmm. You don't have to live with it forever. In a day. Yeah. Um. And I'll, I'll um I'll use with you um separately on that. There's people that I can refer you to that um oh. I know will you know be able to help. Um. I had I had um I've had various different cancers and um um I still see uh somebody every six weeks and I had something like. 12 or so viruses underlying viruses and um it is possible to to get them out um of your body naturally. yeah so I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you separately
1: about oh, that oh that's wonderful thank you for that
0: so um in general terms now then um vicky your your health how would you describe your health generally now
1: um okay um i'm still i'm very wary of of anything coming back which i've never been before um and i can still i've got to be careful how i exercise and things because of of the the trauma that has, i've had inside um things are they're not very well um and if i have to have another operation if they've got to get in there to treat another infection, it will mean me having my bladder and my bowel removed and I'll end up with um, the colostomy bags and things because they, they can't save them. The way they are now is if they're functioning, that's brilliant. Um, but if they've got to operate again, they've got to remove everything.
0: OK, and you're not on any medication and, you know, your drugs from the hospital at the moment, you're doing things naturally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had the last lot of antibiotics I had was um, around eight months ago. And they made me really, really poorly because they were they were very, very strong, um, and yeah, I wasn't in a in, in a good place with them. So um, I try to do things as naturally as I as I possibly can.
0: Okay, brilliant. Well, there are natural forms of antibiotics that you can mm. you can take. Again, I'll I'll, I'll I'll talk to you offline about that. So yours yours is a, a happy story, although it, it it's now sort of limiting limiting things that you can do in your life as a result of yeah. Would you say well, what would you say to people when they get the, their letter to go for a smear test? What would you say to them now, given your experience?
1: Yeah, just go. Don't put it to the, the top of the to-do list. Don't put it on the windowsill and pile things on top of it. Just ring up, make your appointment and go. Um, I know quite a few people are wary of going because it's quite embarrassing. That's never bothered me. Um, my sister's a midwife um and we've always been very open in our family about things like this and it's it's never been an issue and actually when i when i went to my smear the last time uh, my nurse karen who delivered two of my children actually i actually asked her um what she was actually seeing at at different stages of doing things so i asked her about looking at people's underwear and she said she never looks at people's underwear and i asked about people does she know if people have shaved or if they've got tattoos or if they've got piercings Mm -hmm. And she said the only real time she notices if anybody's got a piercing is if she has to touch it. <laughs> um, she's not often. She said she doesn't even look. And, and that makes me, it makes me giggle a little bit because people have got these preconceived ideas that you are, you are going to be judged when you go for something like that. But she said at the end of it, it's just my job. She said, I'm like yes. a plumber, I'm like an electrician. She said, I just get on with my job and I don't think anything of it. So yeah, don't be embarrassed if you are embarrassed. Just go for one. You can take somebody with you don't put it off because even if you consider yourself to be a young healthy mum or a young healthy person like I was it can still um can still have consequences if you don't go
0: yes and and not having symptoms as well um is is it important isn't it is it it knowing your own body and following your intuition as well so some people I talk to um and I've experienced this myself you just know something's wrong you can't put your finger on it but you just know something's not right so yep. always follow your intuition and absolutely they uh, get get your, get your test done um, i'm not a believer in every test out there mind you but i do think the cervical smear test is a really good yeah. one um yeah. I, I had um, a scare a few years ago as well and i remember driving home um and at the time i was actually running a business which involved doing cervical smears um, and <laughs> i didn't actually do them but i was it was my, my business that, that and that's one of the things that we did in health screening and um, I couldn't believe, you know, me. I, you know, I, I, I know about this stuff, and how can yeah. it possibly be me? And I remember pulling over, crying my eyes out. Um, you know, pulling over the side of the road in a by and crying my eyes out, thinking, how can this possibly happen?
1: Yeah. Um, but but but
0: it does, you know. We're all human, aren't we? So um, so there yeah,
1: absolutely. And life does get in the way sometimes. Um, and you are busy, and you have got things to do. But there's certain things I I do honestly think now that you should prioritise, and this is definitely one of them.
0: Yeah. Good. Good for you. So happy ending, um, and um, you have two song choices. So tell me about your song choices. Um, I do. The um, first,
1: first one. Song- um,
0: sorry, go on. The first one.
1: Yeah, my first one is um, a song by Spandau Ballet, and it's called "Through the Barricades." Um, and I, I love this song. Um, I went to see Spandau Ballet live in concert, and they played this, and I cried like a baby for <laughs> the, the whole duration. Um, it's it's quite an important song to me because when I met my current partner. Uh, Matthew is so wonderful Um we we didn't have the best start things in our lives were a bit chaotic in, in, in our separate lives and um, it was just it was coincidence that we got together and things and it wasn't the best start that we had we had um, a lot of people judging us and 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 being quite unfair so and everywhere we went this song seemed to be playing and if you listen to the words it's it just it means so much to us so that's my first song choice
0: and okay. actually
1: we are um we are currently engaged and ah. um, he asked me this year which was a total shock and we've always said if when we do get married that this will be our first dance at our wedding
0: oh how lovely i'm not sure he'd appreciate being called your current partner though no <laughs> i know <laughs> as opposed to my <laughs> former one that implies that you might be going on to an next <laughs> one but i'm pleased to see you've got an engagement ring on your finger so thank you like i do like um things to be all sort of tied up and sewn up neatly. I'm quite yeah. old-fashioned in, in that way. So well yeah. done and congratulations. Thank you. And in your second song, what, what would that be?
1: Oh, my second song. This is one of the best songs ever written by anybody. This is a song called This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. Um, now, this, throughout the year, since The Greatest Showman uh, has been aired, I've used this song uh, quite often in school, actually. It's so empowering to anybody, I think, who sits and listens to it. Um, and it doesn't matter what background you come from. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your flaws and your faults might be. It's just, it's it's a great feel-good song. Um, and if everybody was the same, it'd be a boring world. So it, it's it's a good song. This is, when you listen to it, you think, yeah, this is me. And yeah, I'm going to give everything my all to everybody. So it, it's that one.
0: Brilliant. Well, thank you for that choice. It's a very popular choice. I have lots of guests choosing that song. When I mm. first heard it, I wasn't too keen on it, but I've heard it so many times since. And it is fabulous. It really, mm. really does um, um, sort of do what it says on the tin, doesn't it? This is yeah, me. Um, the rest of the world can, can, you know, go figure. I know me. I'm happy with me. And this is me. Take me as I am sort of thing. Yeah. And it is a very uplifting song, isn't it? So it is indeed. So I shall play both of those for you. Thank you very so, much lovely to uh, meet you online Vicki and um, we will let you know when the, uh, the, the, the um, programme um, is airing this, this conversation and uh, Jessica will be in touch so oh, thank fabulous. you again and uh, have a lovely lovely rest of the school holidays with the children and uh, best us. of luck with your marriage do you have a date?
1: Oh not yet that's too scary
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Lovely. Well, best of luck with whatever you end up doing. Thank you for spending time with me this afternoon.
1: Thank you. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye
0: Bye-bye.